that. Hector. This is a second week of just New York on top of everything in sports. We got the Yankees winning. We got the Jets winning. We got the Giants winning. We got the Rangers winning. And we got the Knicks tonight. Let's go! Welcome to another episode of Breaking Down the Tape. It is, as Hector said in the intro, it is good weeks, good vibes only over here at this podcast because New York sports is up. We got the Knicks coming on tonight. We already know they're going to win, right? Knicks and six. That's the thing over here. Um, But yeah, man, we've had three victory Mondays in a row as Jets fans. Three. And we're about to go play a Denver team next week. We'll get into the predictions, but we're about to go play one of the shittiest, the shittiest offense in the National Football League. I'm fucking excited. I'm 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 loving this shit. And I'm after I said what I said, and Zach, like I just said, God damn, it is good to be a New York fan. I'm telling you, it is it is, feels fantastic. I just want to let you know what? Let's start it right off the rip. We're gonna we're gonna go straight to baseball right now. Playoff baseball. We got the Yankees. We got the Houston Astros. Every motherfucker out there doubting that the Yankees were gonna choke. They're not gonna make it. They're not that good. They can't get past these teams. Cleveland's gonna beat you. Well, we rocked that baby to sleep, did we not? Put that baby down. Put and you know what? You know down. the key point of that game was Naylor doing that rocking the baby. You woke a beast that you should have never woken up. You should have saved that taunting till the end of game five. Because how are you going to taunt when you lose the game? Right. Right. Like You're going to taunt okay. when you lose the game. You hit a home run off of Cole. G- good, good for you. Like, what does that and have And he struck out eight and won seven innings, and that was the only run you had. Right. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> so you woke a beast. That you should not have. And you know what happened? You came out in game five and you got your shit spanked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yankees won me some money too. I bet on the Yankees money line. And then I also bet on the Yankees and Phillies, because the Phillies have been hot lately. So And you a- know what? You got all those those hate those Yankee haters out there. Cause that's what it is. When it's the Yankees, man, they hate on them so much. Mm-hmm. Not having I I called it from the rip. I called it from the start of the season. I said well, to most Yankee fans, we know the season don't matter to us. Mm-hmm. The playoffs. Because the season for us starts in the playoffs. We always going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The season for us starts in the playoffs. And you know what? I said it from the beginning of the season, and I'm going to say it now. It was going to be Yankees, Houston, and the ALCS, and the Yankees are going to get over this hump. They are going to the World Series, and they're going to win it all. Gosh, I'm backing that. I'm batting on the Yankees every game. Every game, I'm not. Which, actually, you know what? Cancel that. I'm not betting on the Yankees at all because I'm a fucking jinx. And every time I yeah, bet you're on... you're a jinx. Happens, bet, on, so. bet on Houston so that they can lose. <laughs> oh, shit. I got Yankees. It's going to be a tough one. I think it's still going to go seven. I do, too. Yeah, I think no it's bet. still going to go seven. It is going to be a dogfight. But I think the Yankees get over this hump. And even if the, you know... And, and I had this discussion with some guys the other day. The World Series, regardless, is coming out of the AL. Whether it's the Yankees or it's Houston, 
the Phillies and Padres are not beating them. No. I mean, look, the Phillies are on, you know, like a Cinderella run here. But the second that they play either, like you said, the Astros or the Yankees, that clock's going to strike midnight. Let's let's be 100% honest with each other, right? Like, you see it every year. And I know the All-Star game is the All-Star game. But when's the last time the NL won? Every time, even when, when's the last time the NL won? Uh, no, I guess they just did The NL won the last two World Series, though. That's true. That's true. They won the last two. But the Phillies, and even if the Padres make it out, neither of them have the kind of firepower that we're talking about in Houston or the Yankees. I mean, yeah, they're on miracle runs, but they're not They're not going to fucking continue this shit at all. Honestly, I I don't mind having a a repeat of 2009. Since, so the last time the Yankees went to the World Series, it was 2009. They played the Phillies, and they be, beat them in six. I'd be okay with it. Look, I'd be okay... 13 years later, the first time we both see the playoff, the, the World Series again, the Yankees, because the Phillies haven't seen the playoffs since 09 either. Mm-hmm. It'd be great to see that matchup up again, just to see the Yankees win it in six one more time. Look, man, I agree, but all we got to do right now, we just got to get past Houston. I'm just looking at Houston, let's get past Houston, and we'll go from there. I'm let's with it. go. We need the bats to stay hot. We need Stanton to stay hot. Harrison Bader's been balling. Mm-hmm. Judge needs to start warming up. He's been, you know, he had a bomb yesterday, but we need we need more out of him. Yeah, let's I, go. I agree. And you know what? The one thing that we really need is the bullpen. So we have great starting pitching, but the couple of losses we had with Cleveland is because the bullpen let us down. They both come from behind losses late in the game, or come from behind wins for Cleveland late in the game, but the bullpen shits the bed. That's really where the Yankees need to step up. The bats are doing enough. Uh, I agree with you. A couple of players need to step up, but the the bullpen really needs to stop. I mean, we, like you said, we are scoring runs. We're scoring, you know, especially in the playoffs. Five runs is enough to win the game. True that. True that. But in, now, in, in the playoffs, the you're lucky to score three. Yeah, true that. True that. So you're right. The bullpen needs to buckle down because that's the only thing that really scares me. The later in the game goes and the closer to extra innings we go with the Yankees, the more I get afraid that we're going to lose the game because we're, we're built to win in nine innings. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I agree with you. For sure. For sure. Next up, we're going to keep this New York train rolling. We got the Rangers hockey season started. We're 3-1. and one. We beat the shit out of the Lightning. We beat the shit out of the Ducks. I mean, we lost to Winnipeg, but that was a back-to-back game. It's early in the season. You got to get, you, you get your skates under your feet. And Winnipeg's not the Winnipeg Jets aren't a shit team. Like they a they were favored in that game, and b they're a really good team. So I mean, I think they only won because their name's the Jets. So they were riding off a New York Jets victory, and it just like it just happened to work out that way. They got confused. They were playing. I don't know if they were playing in New York, but that's the storyline I'm going with. They were playing in New York, named the Jets, and they thought for a second. No, I get it. I get it. That's all. Hey, but the Rangers are starting hot. They're a top five team in the league right now. I think this is the year where they can pass the. I think the Lightning are slipping up. Mm-hmm. The Canes are nice, but I don't think they're going to beat us. I have never seen so many shots from a New York Ranger team. Typically, Rangers fan across the nation are screaming, "Shoot! Shoot the fucking puck!" They are shooting the fucking puck. Holy hell, are they shooting the fucking puck? And I love it. I love it. I mean, what? The last game was, what, 6-4 to four or something like that? The game previously, uh, even when they lost against um, Winnipeg, was something like, what, 5-3 uh, to three or some crazy shit like that? Like, they are shooting the fucking puck, man. I love to see it. 
I love it too. The only thing that gets me scared is that you're getting Igor Shosturkin fucking lazy back there. He and he getting bored. Yeah, he had um in the win the other night, six to four. He had eighteen saves. That means he only faced twenty two shots, which a is wild that the Rangers had the puck for that long that he only faced twenty two shots, and b, come on, you can't let four in on twenty two. Come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hey, I'm I'm giving it, uh, and I've even said this with uh foreshadowing a special guest we'll have on later in uh in the degenerates episode uh spoke with him about it it when you're when you're attacking that much you get lazy back there when you don't got goals coming at you and shots getting put up on you to keep your reaction you get lazy back there mm-hmm. you get the defense out of position you get a little bit comfortable with not having to face pucks look i look in the end if the rangers continue this four or three and one kind of record throughout the season where they win three out of every four games and they're winning six to four, six to five. If they're winning, do, do you really give a shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, look, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it right now. I have no worries about Shesterkin buckling it down later on in the season. I have no concern about what, what, what we'll, we'll be getting into, you know, as far it's, as I'm- it's going to be a great hockey season. Great oh, yeah. hockey season. Last but not least, before we start hitting the football, we got basketball, baby. We got the New York Knicks playing tonight, game one of, of, of the season for them. The season actually started last night. We had the Lakers versus Golden State. We had Philly versus Boston. Some great matchups. Um, uh, Golden State got their rings and their banner put up. Did you see the fucking rock that they gave that team? God. No. Damn, it's like fucking, I want to say it was like sixteen carats of like diamonds, and I, it was it was wild. I feel like the rings, like you could do an entire episode, an entire like series on the evolution of championship rings throughout sports. You just had the Tampa Bay. The Buc- first ring started as this, <laughs> and right. And now you got this god fucking... Fucking monstrous. I mean, look, Tampa Bay's ring comes off, had, like, the leather of the football inside of it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was crazy. Crazy. So, yeah, I'm not... I haven't seen it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's just the most... This one was wild. Like, you could... You could, like, spin it, and the Golden Gate Bridge, like, opens up. It was fucking wild, bro. Insane. That's awesome. I... I mean, what? That probably costs, like, $5 million a pop. But still, I want one. I want one so bad. I mean, when you're Steph Curry, $5 million is just $5. Yeah, right. That's pocket change. So let me scrounge around. Let me uh, check in the couch for $5 million here. Now, let's just say, let's hope the Knicks come out because we got the Knicks in six this season. The Knicks, I do believe the Knicks are make, make, making the playoffs. I do believe. We're I think Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett is is a star. RJ Barrett, I keep people, people. I don't know why they like got this doubt on him. He is a star, and he's going to prove it this year. Obi Toppin, he's going to show the world something different this year. He's going to he's going to put up fucking numbers this year. You know, I fuck with it. You I'm know, I'm excited for this next season. They're young, they're hungry. They they kind of remind me of the New York Jets. You're like, oh, you look the you look at the paper, and you're like, oh yeah, they're a young scrappy team, but they're not going to win games. Right. You said that about the Jets. Mm-hmm. By the way, and uh, no, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there to my by the way when we start talking about the Jets. But but yeah, no, I agree with you. Let's go Knicks. I'm excited to watch tonight. I got work, so I'll probably only be able to ha- catch some of the game. But I'm still still excited to watch some. 
oh yeah, I'm gonna try to bounce back and forth. I got the Knicks game, and and I mean, there's no way in hell I'm putting any game over the Houston Nationals versus Yankees ALCS game one. Amen, amen. And Houston has home field, right? Because they they were number one in the AL. Yep, we got the first two games in Houston. So if we go out there and we can steal one, mm-hmm. if we can steal one, all we gotta do is come home and take care of business. See, that's that's the thing. You know, I, I just hope Houston has outlawed trash cans across the city. That's all I'm asking for. Hey, I I want. Uh, the, I'm just I. I'm not you know, pointing any fingers. I just want everybody to go through. Uh, uh, security before the game where they have to take off, you know, their There's uniforms <laughs> to make sure there's no wiretaps, mm-hmm. um, no buzzards, you know, um, GPS systems, not, no trackers, <laughs> none of that. Nobody in the in the uh, center field with binoculars relaying shit via radio. You know what? No. You know what? If we're playing in Houston, fans, no one's allowed in the stadium. No one. No cameraman. <laughs> no, no nothing. No one's allowed in the stadium. The, we'll figure out the score. By um um the the broadcasters are the only ones allowed there with their cell phones and they'll they'll IG live it. That's it. <laughs> We're going back to COVID rules. God damn it. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't trust these fools. Before uh, before we get into the NFL, you know, scores and stuff, let's talk about some NFL news real quick. Have you been hearing or seeing the shit with Dan Snyder, owner of the Washington Commanders? Yes, and I and I like the fact that one owner has already came out and said, you know what, he doesn't speak for all of us, he has to go. So, yeah, so for people who haven't been filled in, so the commanders have been under investigation for like two years now um, on like sexual assault allegations and toxic work environment and, and just like just bad shit. Um, and all front office shit, all, you know, like people surrounding the owner, Dan Snyder. Uh, Snyder's been like dodging congressional. Uh, Bro, fucking... he literally ran out of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he, he had trip. a business trip. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been like dodging shit. Like, it's been wild. So now they've like forced him under penalty of law to get his ass back in the country. Um, and now it like, I don't know, three days ago, maybe a week ago, it came out that he has quote enough evidence to blow the fucking league up. And he's got, he hired a private investigator to get dirt on all of the 31, technically 30 other owners. He's denying it right now, but you know what? I don't, I don't buy that. I, I a hundred percent believe he has done some shit like that. I think all of them have, but because oh, he's under the microscope of being this piece of shit, he's the one getting the blunt force of it. Because I guarantee you, every single one of these coaches have done. Actually, there's players that have come out and said they teams have put PIs and stuff to go look at, like, like go follow around players to see if they're breaking any rules. Mm-hmm. I 100% believe that he has, and like you said, I 100% believe every owner has. I think that just the the gravity of what they're charging Snyder with is what's causing him to be like, well, that and he's a bitch. I mean, the, pretty simple there. But, um, you know, it's causing him to be like, oh, I'll blow this fucking league up. And honestly, I hope you do. I hope you fucking do. I hope you put light to all of that shit that goes on behind the background. Uh, and to what you were saying, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, is the one who came out and said, yo, fuck that guy. Fuck everything he's about. He a little bitch. We don't want him speaking for us. His ass needs to fucking go. So they need 24 votes to, to vote him out. 
previously to Jim Irsay's comments, there hasn't been really word on whether they will vote or won't vote or anything like that. I, but I, I think with him speaking out like that, he'll get those 24 votes. I think with him speaking out like that, it'll show that we're getting a vote. Like previously, there was no indication that there was. Oh, I already know who the second vote's coming from. Uh, Well, probably Woody Johnson. Jerry Jones. Uh, Yeah, Jones has said some shit too. Jerry Jones Jones would be the second one to stand up and be like, yo, get that fool out of here. Which, speaking of Jerry Jones, him and Robert Kraft fucking butting heads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like. They're over here throwing their power around. Don't fuck with me. Well, don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Well, I but think, what the I fuck? Th- you gonna send assassins at each other? I think this shit is all related. You gonna send massage parlors over to Robert Kraft's place? <laughs> I think this shit's all related. I think the 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 fear of Dan Snyder blowing up all of these secrets behind the scenes is causing everybody to like spaz out and and you know I, what I mean. I, I believe that, and you know what? I think Robert Kraft. I think I think Jerry Jones is on the side of the Colts owner, and and Robert Kraft is the one scared and jerry jones is like yo bro why yo you could go too son <laughs> it wouldn't shock me man it wouldn't fucking shock me and speaking more on robert Kraft, tom brady shows up to his wedding first of all robert Kraft, like 90 years old getting married but anyway tom to brady- like some fucking 30 years old of course of yeah. course uh, so so to one of the massage parlorists <laughs> yeah it's not a paid escort if you get married um brady shows up stag alone no Giselle to be found anywhere and kind of leads into some some drama in, in Tampa because he leaves he doesn't miss a practice but he leaves overnight they come out they fucking lay a brick against fucking the Steelers which we'll get into and Brady's on the sidelines yelling so now we've had him miss 11 days in the preseason we have him just flying and going wherever he wants and I get it right like Robert Kraft is the dude. He's your dude. He brought you up. He made you who you are. I get it. But there's a lot of drama. Like, Bill Belichick was invited, and Belichick was like, nah, son. It's, well, who do you think you are? It's football season. I mean, I mean I've mean, i seen them bring up this topic, too, and, and some of the players have said, you know, you know, throughout the years, you see that. Like, some of the older guys, they get the leeway. You got family stuff. They'll let you go and come sure. back, do stuff like that, you know. As long as you come to, you know, you show up to your practice, whatever, and you you play, like you you as you you show up. Mm-hmm. You don't do this and then go throw up the big one, the ugliest L's in your career. Right. You know, and and like you said, you know, if Tampa was winning, right? If Tampa was what well, I, I, they're not losing, but if they were doing better, what they're three and three. If they were doing better, I don't think anyone would say anything, but. Tom's but it looking- also doesn't make sense either. They they played in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He went from Pittsburgh to New England, which is like a two-hour flight. Mm-hmm. And then from New England back to Tampa. But he missed practice that next day. That doesn't mean why did you miss practice? Well, that's that's exactly it. There's just a lot of questions. You shouldn't be missing practice. Mm-hmm. Well, ever since his unretirement and then missing 11 days in the preseason, there's just been a lot of questions surrounding his his dedication to football, which we've never seen before. We've never questioned Robot Tom's dedication to to his craft, and now all of a sudden... I think the whole the, the divorce with Giselle is getting to him. 
So it's not letting him focus on football like before. Like everything was perfect before. All he had to do was focus on football. Mm-hmm. Now Giselle's giving him backlash about it, and he can't focus on football because, well, she getting her box beat up by some other dude. Yo, did you see that? So, by the way, I know this was a Pittsburgh fan, but this is Zach Wilson's milf hunting league now. A young, like, 10-year-old fan had a sign at the Pittsburgh game, said, Giselle, hit me up. I know you're free. <laughs> Wow, this is Zach Wilson's NFL now. I guarantee you we'll see Zach Wilson at like the red carpet or something with Giselle. Oh my God, that shit would be insanity. Insanity. Uh, But that's enough for the little TMZ gossip segment that I have for the NFL. Um, Before we roll into scores um, uh, from last week and then predictions, I do want to talk about Flash Cap. They are our sponsors. I don't bring them up as often as I should, but you'll see across all of our social medias, I post about them all the time. Uh, Flash Cap is amazing. Uh, I don't have my Tumblr or my my Matic with me, but uh, one of their newest things, oh, never mind, my assistant is amazing. Here's one of their Tumblrs. They hooked us up with Jets Green, and uh, the, the top of it, the Matic part is actually white. Oh, here's my assistant again. White, so Jets colors, gotta love it. And, uh, you know, they uh, they put out something the other day. So their hashtag is no last call. But they put out something the other day that I fucking love because it's exactly how we use it. Use it as a water bottle by day and then a bartender by night. And I absolutely fucking love that whole campaign. So I just want to bring up Flash Cap, say their name 4,000 times, tell you hashtag no last call. So to go check out Flash Cap and all the amazing products if you like to drink and tailgate and hike and all that stuff because uh, it is pretty fucking awesome. So that's my little spiel. Let's talk about, uh, you have your little handy-dandy notebook. I see the pen. Yes, yes, yes. And as of right now, since we did miss the one week, I think it was week four, you are at a record of 23 and 40. Oh, man, undefeated. I am at a record of 27 and 36. Completely defeated. (laughs) Uh, We did get. We did get more feedback from my boy Rich over at the Horror Script Podcast. Um, he he let us. He did let me know that you were four ahead of me. I forgot what he said his record for was this week, but he's again an Eagles fan, so he was dogging me about picking the the Cowboys over the Eagles. He was he was on my ass about that. So uh, I do want to give him a shout out because he's always in the DMs fucking with me. Um, but uh, but yeah. So who do we have first? So. Starting with the Thursday, oh, do we do, can we skip this game? Yeah, I mean we we can blow through it. I, do you even call these games anymore? Are these God, even- you okay? So we had Bears Washington. Uh, you had the Bears even. I had Washington by one. Uh, I guess you won that one. I I care. I guess I won that one. Can, can you consider picking Thursday night right a win? Like, is that even... could, could that automatically just be like a wash, a tie? <laughs> right. Nah, Thursday night is so bad, bro. I don't even look... Honestly, like, I love the streams, right? I love talking with fans. I love talking with the boys. I love all of it. But God, man, I hate Thursday nights. I really fucking do. And I don't think next Thursday is any better. Or uh, this, this, th- this Thursday is any better. Saints cards, it has the potential, but let's not pretend the Saints have really been playing well with Andy Dalton. Saints cards reminds me of the Saints-Vikings kind of showdown in London. Right. And the bright side, at least fucking DeAndre Hopkins is coming back. Yeah, and Robbie Anderson taking over Hollywood Browns at the number two. (laughs) 
we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, who do we have? Who do we got next? Let's get let's get through this. Oh, we got the Niners. Uh, who they play? The Falcons. The Falcons. You had Niners by ten. I had Niners by twelve. The Falcons that, win this one, man. I don't know what the fuck the 49ers like. Yeah. Jimmy G, like, what the hell, bro? You're supposed to be, like, showing the world up right now. Yeah, the only good thing to come out of this is the fact that me and you traded in fantasy before this game, and I got Brandon Ayuk. That was the only good thing to come out of this game because Ayuk had the two sole touchdowns for the Niners, and then, you know, the Falcons went off 28 points, something we haven't seen out of them in a minute, bro. Yeah, I I mean, they're actually winning games. Like, weird, but they're not throwing the ball to, like, their best, like, to Drake London or Kyle Pitts, but for some, and they're missing Cordell, Cordell, Cordell Patterson. How the fuck are they winning games? Yeah, man, I, I mean, they're just, just spreading the ball around. I mean, look, Marcus Mariota, 13 for 14, 129 with two touchdowns, right? So very economical out of him. You have three running, well, two running backs and Marcus himself with 50-plus rushing yards. Marcus tacking on a rushing touchdown. And then you you have one receiver that tops 50 yards, but that's it. Other than that, everybody's just getting the ball. They're just playing fundamental sound football. You know, I, I don't think this is a playoff team. I'm not like, okay, they snuck away a win here, but Oh no, I mean, no way. <laughs> it was it was a it was a good win. It was a solid win against a team that they never should have been even played with. So yeah, good for them. Next I guess. up, we got the Pats and the Browns. You had Pats by three. I had Browns by four. It was, yeah, it was a little bit more than three and four. It was 38 to 15 in favor of the Patriots. And shout out to our boy, Jimmy Pibbs, uh, runner of Boda Sports and our breaking down the tailgate. Um, apparently, Bailey Zappi is good. Word on the street. I like Mac Jones better watch out. Word on the street is Bailey Zappi is better than Mac Jones. I don't know. I think it's more of a system thing, but I'm just telling you what what my mac and cheese might be getting thrown out. Yeah, yeah, man. And Ramondre Stevenson, man, continuing his domination of the ground game in New England. I mean, Damian Harris is coming back this week, um, so I don't know if they're going to split the workload again. I wouldn't if I were them. I mean, ride the hot hand, right? 19 carries, 76 yards, two touchdowns. I also have Ramondre Stevenson in a lot of my fantasy leagues, so I'd really prefer if they didn't split the touches. Uh, but not just overall, your your basic kind of New England game. Play keep away, right? Bailey Zappi, 24 for 34, 24 completions, 34 attempts, 309 uh, yards, two touchdowns. What? One, two, three, four receivers over 60 yards. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, 76 on the ground with two tutties. I mean, it was just your basic, we are New England. We're going to play defense kind of football. Play defense, run the ball, be boring. Yeah, but win, win. And force Jacoby Brissett into two interceptions, hold Nick Chubb to 56 yards on the ground. That's the part right there. And, but the, but still, like the 56, like if Nick Chubb goes and gets a touch, like same thing, just keep the 56 yards, but he has a touchdown, it's a fucking tie game. Mm-hmm, 100% agree. 100% agree. Next up, we have the Jags and the Colts. You had Jags by two. I had Colts by six. You almost hit the Colts dead on. Colts 34, Jags 27, man. (sighs) 
the only Matt Ryan. Player. Matt Ryan actually show like Matt Ryan actually showing up, looking like like old Matt Ryan Hilly and, and Julio Jones in the Falcons. Forty-two for fifty-eight with almost four hundred yards and three touchdowns. This might be one of the, Matt Ryan's career games, like one of his best games ever. Michael Pittman goes off for one thirty-four yards, but doesn't nab himself a touchdown. But the uh, the Jags, man. Jags are still scrubs. I don't give a shit. Trevor Lawrence actually had a good game. He only missed two passes and had a touchdown, you know, but the Jags are still fucking they're they're posers. Posers had posers. every had everybody. Next up we got the Vikings and we got Miami. You had the Vikings by six. I had Miami by five. Give me that dub, baby. Give me that dub. Vikings improved to five and one after a twenty-four to sixteen victory over the Dolphins. The Dolphins are sliding here, man. They need Tua, and, and, and they need him bad. Yeah, I mean they started. I, mean, uh, I know I don't like Tua, but he's the best option they have. For sure, they started the rookie Skylar Thompson to start the game, benched him in favor of Teddy Bridgewater, who went out there and threw two touchdowns and two. I think and a- Thompson broke his his thumb or something, or hurt his thumb. Oh, did he? I didn't realize he got an injury. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, look, the passing game, look, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, 177 and 129, respectively. Gesicki with two touchdowns, you know, but it just, it wasn't enough. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins went out here, had your standard 20 for 30, 175 and two touchdown Kirk Cousins game, right? Uh, Dalvin Cook, 77 yards with one touchdown. Justin Jefferson, I mean, they just played a more complete game. Two turnovers by Teddy Bridgewater against a team with one loss is just not going to do it. I'm telling people now, don't jump on that Gasecki hype because once Tua comes back, Gasecki's not getting no touches. Yeah, no, it'll be all back to Waddle and, and um, Hill, 100%. Next up, we got the Bengals and who they play? The Saints. The Saints. You had Bengals by five. I had Bengals by seven. I mean, not not much to fucking say here. The Bengals just won. Joe Burrow is back to looking like Joe Burrow. 28 for 37 with 300 yards and three touchdowns. Their ground game still needs some help because Joe Mixon led the way with eight carries and 45 yards. You'd like to see him get a little bit more touches out of it, but, I mean, a win's a win's a win's a win. I mean, if you're throwing for 300 yards, yeah, I guess they're taking away some of your carries. Yeah, 100%. And you're still winning, so what does it matter in the end? But, I mean, you got... Andy Dalton over there having an Andy Dalton game. Kamara, 19 carries, 99 yards, but no touchdowns. Um, the receiving has just not been up to par. But again, Chris Olave out. Slant Boy is out. You have Andy Dalton leading the passing game. So you're not going to get a whole lot of fucking passing yards here. But, I mean. Yeah, the Saints are the Saints are like Tua, just like held up by spit and duct tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Saints, I mean, the Saints are not even close to a playoff team for me. And in all honesty, even though the Bengals get the win here, I would hesitate calling them a playoff team as well at this point. They just, I, think, they, I, think they're, I think they're heating up. I, I hope so for their sake because I like Joe Burr, but I just – I need I, him to heat up because, like, I, I have him in, like, four leagues as my I quarterback. Know you do. You really hitched your wagon to that one, man. I got him and Justin Herbert. I, like, just – that's it. We'll talk about Jay Herbs in the Degenerates episode. I'm not happy. Next up, oh, trust to believe. Not happy. 
Next up, we got the Ravens and the Giants. You Bro. had the Ravens by eight. I had the Giants by three. I I have been converted. I have been converted. The Giants win 24 to 20 on a last second strip sack by Kayvon Thibodeau. I believe it was his first uh, sack of the season. So what a what a way. Um, and I will admit, I have been converted. Until from here on forward, until our predictions, probably, <laughs> I am picking the Giants. I, I, until they show me something in which I can't anymore, the Giants are a real football team. Just look at their schedule. Their next four games, they could go 9-1. and one. I still stand behind the fact that if Saquon Barkley doesn't produce or gets injured, they're fucked. But yeah. But if you look but, at who they're playing the next four games and who's projected to win those games the next four games, they can go nine and one. Oh, yeah. Jags, Seahawks, Texans, and Lions. Seahawks might be the only trouble because apparently they're a real football team as and well. And we have to go to Seattle, so that'll be a good one. But, but I mean, even then, then you get the Cowboys. That'll be a tough game. The Commanders, easy game. Uh, Eagles, tough game. Commanders, easy game. So, I mean, look, to finish out the season, the Giants. <laughs> they could have 12 or 13 wins. Yeah, I know. Giants are making the playoffs. Uh, I can't believe we're there, and I'm saying it, but the Giants make the playoffs. And, and I mean, the Ravens, outside of a last-second fucking strip sack, probably could have come down the field and won this game, but I guess we'll never know. They're, they're just so hit and miss. That's why they're 500. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, Mark Andrews, be it one of the league's greatest tight ends, he can't lead your receiving core. Mark Andrews, 106 with one touchdown. The next guy is their rookie tight end, Isaiah Likely, with 30 yards receiving. That can't. That can't. That can't be a thing. You can't. You can't do that. I understand that Rashad Bateman is out, but we got to do something better than your two tight ends leading and with such a huge gap in between the two of them. But... What do I know? Okay, Next I gotta... up, we have the Bucks and Pittsburgh. This was bad. You had the Bucks by 14. I had Bucks by 11. Yeah, we talked about this earlier, man. You know, we kind of alluded to it. 20 to 18, Pittsburgh over Tampa. I'm... Hey, Kenny Pickett, you got a dub, bro. You got your first dub against, against Tom Brady, bro. Kenny Pickett got benched. What are you talking about? He started the game, so who gets the win? Not... And then got benched. But who gets the win? Oh, get out of here. If you get benched, you don't get the win. Back off. Uh, either way, though, you're not wrong. I mean, Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky combined for two touchdowns. It's a combined win. They get a half, half a win for each. <laughs> uh, they combined for 20 for 30. I, I mean, 193 yards between the two of them. And I look, Steelers fans can hate me all they want. The Steelers didn't win this game. The Buccaneers lost it. There's that period end of story. Um, I'm panic buttoning. I, I'm I'm hitting the panic button on the Bucks. I I am. I they are floundering. It looks like to me. I see the way you said about the Bengals is the way I'm looking at the Bucks. I don't yeah. think they will make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm with you on that. I'm hitting the panic button. Something needs to happen. You know, everyone's making a big deal of Tom Brady on the sidelines screaming at his line. I don't really, like, you want to get your guys going. You want to get your, but there's just so much backstory. There's so much drama. There's so much not football talk when it comes to the Bucks that it just, 
you're three and three and you just lost to Pittsburgh. Like, what? What are we? Come on. Come on. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm hitting the panic button on Tampa. I officially think they are eliminated from the playoffs. Next up, we got the Rams. Who they play? The Panthers. The Panthers. You had Rams by 11. I had Rams by 10. They're both close, 24 to 10, Rams over the Panthers. Uh, there's nothing really to come out of this game that's interesting, except for the fact that Robbie Anderson got sent the fuck home mid-game for getting into a fight with coaching staff and players and then shipped the fuck out the next day. So, so I didn't know what started it or who was the initial person that he started arguing with, but I saw the one clip, he goes to the huddle, the coach is like, you can see, you can like read lips here too. Right, right. The coach is like telling him like, yeah, you're done. Go to the locker room. He's like, yo, fuck this. And you can see him like, you're a fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up to like the wide receiver coach or something like that and straight bucks up with him. And you see the wide receiver coach like, what you going to do? You can see him like, bro, I'm going to fuck you up or type shit. This was like, what the fuck? I know that when the Jets let Robbie Anderson walk in free agency, I was upset. I am no longer upset. <laughs> I am okay. Did they I, know he had these? Well, Robbie Anderson, even on the Jets, started to show a little bit of being mouthy, wanting the ball, mm-hmm. or or you know, you know. And look, I get it. Acting like he's a number one when I mean you talented, but right. Let's not pretend here. And look, I get it. Right, you're 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 in the NFL. You have to believe you're the greatest at your position. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in the NFL, right? You want the ball. You're a playmaker. You want the ball to make plays and to help your team win. But there's a way to go about it. And you're right. Towards the end of his Jets tenure, he did get a little a little sour. You know, the relationship kind of soured a little bit. But I still thought it was like one of those things that, look, I get it. You're frustrated. You know, you're losing all the time and you don't, you know, it's hard. But now seeing like his evolution in Carolina, you know, him tweet out that no he doesn't want baker just for baker to come and then he'd be like no 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 that was that wasn't about you that was about uh something else ghost yeah exactly you know so it's just it's a lot of things robert anderson not a good team player it seems like i don't know the dude from a hole in the wall but you know we're starting to see a pattern here so that's probably the only interesting storyline i have from the game yeah they and they didn't give no fucks like less than 24 hours it was like yeah you going to arizona for like a seventh. I think he got a 2024 <laughs> sixth and a 2025 seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> we traded you for a bag of fucking chips. We traded yeah, you they for. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck what they got for him. They just wanted him gone. They were just like, yo, um, if, 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 if fuck, I guarantee you, if they didn't even trade him, they were going to drop him on the waivers. Oh, 100%. 100%. They traded him for a guy that's already cut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, whatever picks they get out of him, out of that trade, is already cut. He's practice him. squad. Yeah, he's already done. So, yeah. Doesn't matter. Next up, we got the Hawks. Seahawks. <coughs> Excuse me. Who they play? Um, Cardinals. Versus the Cardinals. You had Hawks by four. I had Hawks by two. And Seahawks won 19-9. We both take the dub on that. Uh, I mean, look, apparently, again, like, this is the year of historically bad teams, or at least recently bad teams, 
being good again. This is the resurgence of the underdogs because Geno fucking Smith is out a product here. of the Jets. <laughs> the product of the Jets um, is out here playing football. I mean, he doesn't have a stellar game. He goes 20 for 31 with 197, no touchdowns. But, I mean, look, you're winning football games. Kenneth Walker, 21 carries, 97 yards, one touchdown. Geno Smith himself adds 48 yards to the total. Fucking Noah Fant, their tight end, is leading the way with 45 yards through the air. Nothing Shout out to their rookie cornerbacks. You got two rookie cornerbacks as your number one and your number two. You got Kobe White as your number two, who plays perfect complementary ball to – to uh uh Tyreek Wilson. Um no you uh Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant and Tyreek. Kobe Bryant, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um and and Wilson is just playing fucking lights I, out. I, you know, I have to say, and, and Brayden and I have gone back and forth about this, who's the better corner, Saucer or Woolen. Um, but no matter who you pick, the the rookies from this draft class have been just fucking insane. Woolen leads the league with four interceptions right now, and you're 100% right. Kobe Bryant on the other end is no fucking slouch, and that's a huge reason why the Seahawks are doing what they're doing right now. You know, the, the offense doesn't need to perform amazingly when you're giving up nine points to the Cardinals. You know what I'm saying? So good good for the Seahawks. I did not – no one saw this shit coming at the beginning of the season. I thought they just punted the season away, you know, with the trading of Russell Wilson and apparently – They won that trade. They won that I, – I know there's a lot of people who are trying to be all fucking – like I see on TikTok, there's – you know, you always get what everybody believes and then you get that small faction of people that just has to be different for the sake of being different. So there's a small faction of people right now that are like – well, we have to wait a couple of years to see who actually won that trade because Russell Wilson could have a good year next year. Who cares? Who cares? Because the pick that they, the picks that they got for him, did not impact their team in a negative way. In fact, you could say that Russell Wilson leaving impacted their team in a positive way, so they have a positive impact here and now at this exact second, plus two firsts and two seconds and other later picks. So yes. Yes, Denver only wins this trade, and I think everybody knew it. Denver wins this trade if they win a Super Bowl. They are clearly not going to the playoffs. Let's not overthink this, okay? Let's stop trying to be fucking apples cool. Apples are apples and oranges are oranges. I'm saying, let's not. Let's stop trying to be like, well, t- technically, we would have to see how they, what if they drafted two busts? They just drafted two of the best cornerbacks in the National Football League, not two of the best rookies two of the best corners in the National Football League. I think they're pretty good at drafting. Let's just go ahead and assume that their two ones and two twos are going to hit. They won the trade. Stop overthinking it. Sorry, I had to go on a rant. People piss me off. Hey, no, it sounds right, because with two two number ones, all I see is offensive line help and a quarterback. Yep. If if you want a quarterback, say Gino keeps playing this season the way he does. If you want a quarterback, you know what I mean? You could fucking sit there and, and get back and help. Jimmy G team. might be a, a free, a free agent after this year. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, again, stop overthinking this shit. They have an immediate success right now, plus successful draft picks. The the, the Broncos lost. The Seahawks won. Period. End of story. That's Next, it. we got the battle of ages. Bills, KC. You had Bills by 10. I had Bills by 5. Bills win 24 to 20 in their revenge game. 
on and again, the big difference was Von Miller, the acquisition of Von Miller. Mm-hmm. It really it's really what it came down to. And Devin Singletary deciding to fucking play football, because I know that nobody believes me, but if your quarterback leads your team in rushing yards, it's not a sustainable offense. Well, looky here. Devon Sing- Devin Singletary, 17 carries, 85 yards. And they come out with the win. Crazy. But yeah, 100% Von Miller is a huge, huge reason why, because he was after Patrick Mahomes this entire game, had him running for his life. And this is a this is a, a huge staple point win for the Bills. They just need to do it in the playoffs. One hundred percent. And this game, it was you know four point game came down to the final two minutes. Everybody on the edge of their seats. I look forward to every time the Bills and the Chiefs play because it doesn't matter who wins. It's a fucking fireworks show, and I love every. It gives you everything you want. It gets Holmes throws two interceptions, has great defense. Josh Allen throws three touchdowns and Mahomes another two. Great offense. It gives you everything you want. And it makes no sense because they're both playing amazing defense, but they're letting up 40 points. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's the one time you see see a team play and you're like, yo, they're playing great defense, but you don't yell at them for giving up 40 fucking points. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No, I, I get it. I get it, man. It's. The only thing that I hate about this game is um, Valdez Scantling fucking three targets, zero receptions, and absolutely. And finally, Juju showed up for me. Yeah, fucking goose egged me uh, when I needed him, bro. Killing me, killing me. But yeah, no, Next great. Up, love to see it. We got the Cowboys versus the Eagles. You had the boys by one. I had the Eagles by seven. I'm converted. I am converted again. The NFC East, at least two teams in the NFC East have converted me. I will stop picking against the Eagles. They are a real fucking football team. Now, look, they played Cooper Rush, and I understand that. But let's not sleep on Cooper Rush because he was undefeated coming into this game. Um, Three interceptions, man. (laughs) He threw three interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott, 81 yards. Tony Pollard, 44 you know, it's the Cowboys were just smothered, man. The Eagles are playing amazing defense. Their offense is doing just enough to get it done. You know, nobody individually except for like Miles Sanders kind of jumps off the page at you. But I mean, when your defense is just absolutely mobbing teams, what else do you want them to do? Seriously. Uh, I mean, with Dak, with Dak in, I think it's a closer game. I think the Cowboys have a 50-50 shot of winning the game, honestly. Right. No, I mean, maybe, maybe. The way the Eagles are playing, man, it's it's hard to to pick against them right now. I mean, they're just, their defense is playing out of their minds currently. But we'll Next see. Next up, we got the Chargers and the Broncos. You had Chargers by 14. I had Chargers by 10. We squeaked out that W, but that was an ugly-ass game. An ugly-ass game on Dustin Hopkins' one leg. I mean, because he was he was apparently fucked up for this game and was like super injured, had to be picked up after the final field goal. So, a Dustin Hopkins is a man, um, and b fuck Jesus, what are we what are we doing, Chargers? You this you're playing the worst offense in the league, and you are out here letting them compete with you. Fucking, I needed Justin Herbert to throw like two touchdowns, and instead he throws an interception and no touchdowns. Fucking barely over 50%, you know, with passing completions. It's just an ugly game. Ugly game all around. And and 
yeah, it's a win, but the Chargers have got to find a way to beat bad teams better. You know what I'm saying? You count yeah. over. Yeah, I'm counting it all up right now. We got the last game coming up. We got the I, best game coming up. I know you were saving. I was like, uh, The only thing with the Chargers, though, before I go over to that next game, it upset me. Um, I, I really needed – Justin Herbert to to not throw a pick and to throw a touchdown. Because mm-hmm. I I had I'm in five fantasy leagues. Mm-hmm. I could have went four and one if he had given me a touchdown. I yep. ended up one and four. Yep. If I had if he had given me two tutties, I beat Monkey and I go like four and one as well. Instead, I went three and two. But I could have beat. That's that's the important part. Is I could have beat Monkey. That's the only thing that mattered. I, honestly, that last overtime drive, I needed Austin Eckler to get me one reception for like five yards, and at least I win one of those games that I should have won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it was a tough ending there, man. The Chargers, like as a team, they won, and I guess in the end, that's all that matters when you're a football team. But. God, they got to win better than that. Yeah, uh, Mike Williams got shut out. One target. Uh, I mean, uh, one reception for eight yards. Patrick Sertain had him on lock. Um, Keenan Allen will be back this next week, though. He hopefully. will be back. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, he'll be back this next week. Um, and um, I know Joey Bosa is supposed to be back. I want to. S- say week 11 so then you know we get that pass rush back to help Khalil Mack out because Khalil Mack is still playing well he doesn't I mean he's not getting the spotlight like he was when he got that used contract but he's playing well yeah he played a good game I have to say you know this was a surprising defensive battle and to to the point of defense Denver has a better defense than we all think that they do uh but the Chargers still needed to beat that fucking team way more than they did neither here nor there let's get to the most important game of the week the best oh, yeah. We had the Jets. We had Green Bay. Zach had Jets by four. I had Jets by three. I mean, where do, where, do we, where, where do we even begin? I mean, I get it. Zach Wilson is the weak point of the offense right now. He still needs to get it going. But we're running. We're, we're, we're doing what we need to do. He's game managing, and he, he, we're running the ball. Mm-hmm. No, look, man. While I would like Zach Wilson to be obviously be more than a game manager, I'm okay with it right now. You know, he's coming back from injury. You know, these are his first three starts of the season in which he is undefeated. You know, he goes 10 for 18, 110 yards. An important stat line is he only gets sacked twice, despite the horrendous injury-prone offensive line that we have right now, only two sacks. I'm loving to see that. Your boy, Brees, you called it from the beginning. I really thought this would be a little bit more even in the backfield between Brees and Michael, but Brees Hall, 20 carries, 116 yards, one touchdown. Fucking Jesus. Two 30-yard runs. It it was just beautiful watching this dude run the ball. That kid just, he is everything that you said he was and more. At least you got it right on one New York running back because I remember a different rookie New York running back by the name of James Cook that we're still wrong on, but at least you got it right. Uh, give him time. Give him time. <laughs> uh, Telling but- you, give him time. Um, and, and then on the other on the other side of the ball, we got uh, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed in that secondary just 
light. I'm not even just a second. The defense. The defense, I want to say, is ranked nine in, in, in the league right now. Um, the Jets overall on ESPN's power ranking, the New York fucking Jets are number nine in ESPN's power rankings. So suck on that, haters. Uh, but Four yeah. and two. Sauce Gardner's just been... Look. You're a number one round a draft pick. The only way you 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 have to show up like you that's what, if you don't pan out that's the only way you get called the bus you have to you have to prove that you're worthy of a number one and he has done exactly that he so, has shut down every receiver put in front of him and he you know it, it really and i hate doing this most of the time but if you watch him closely you're going to see the number 24 appear on his jersey the way he fucking plays is oh so you know, his two passes defended were the most Darrell Revis things I've ever seen in my life. So I think the first one was against Lazard, if I remember correctly. So Lazard comes out for a slant, and it looks like he has Sauce beat by, like, two yards. Throws the ball, makes a good throw by Rodgers right into his hands, catches the ball, and then Sauce teleports and says, nope, knocks that clear out of his hands. Like, perfect technique. Perfect, close the gap. He baited that. Though. He was never beat. He baited that shit. Then in the next one, he goes against... Um, I want to say Dobbs. Yeah, Romeo Dobbs. And he fucking flips his hip 64 fucking times, stays on him like flies to shit, ball is a good ball into Dobbs' hands, makes contact, two hands on the ball, and then nope, right out of his hands. I, I mean... I just I, love the... If you watch him in his backpedal, he stays locked in the hips and... He, and his eyes locked on the receiver, and he doesn't open up his hips and turn his head till the receiver makes a move. Mm-hmm. He does not bite on shit. And he does not, yeah, he does not ever. This is why I said he's Revis Island 2.0 or, or going to be. Mm-hmm. Revis Island never went for the pick. This kid never goes for the pick. He'll let you try to catch the ball just to punch it out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, I made a comparison, but you made a better one, is when we were talking about the whole uh, Woolen versus Sauce conversation, you compared Woolen to, like, uh, Trayvon Diggs, who goes for the interception. It's a boomer. Oh, Richard Sherman. Right, right. I originally made the Richard Sherman, but I like your Trayvon Diggs better, uh, where it's like, I'm going to pick this ball or it's going for a touchdown, one or the other, whereas 100% Sauce is exactly like Darrell Revis, where it's like, yeah, no, you're just not going to catch the ball. I don't give a shit about interceptions. Let me never show up on a stat sheet. That's fine. But you're not going to fucking show up on a stat sheet. That's that's period. That's it. If you come against me, both of us are disappearing from this game. <laughs> and you know what? Woolen might win the defensive rookie of the year because he gets those stats. Yeah. But I will take a corner who can shut down a third of the field mm-hmm. any who day causes, of the week. Who causes your best receiver to just disappear from games. 100%. And want to talk about defensive players of the year. Willen might win rookie of the year, but Quinnen Williams, Quinnen fucking Williams is out here vying for a defensive player of the year. My dude, two sacks, two tackles for a loss, three quarterback hits, a pass, uh, a punt blocked, and a fumble recovery. Quinnen Williams was... And he manhandled some of them linemen. Like, man- straight manhandled. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones... Aaron Rodgers, uh, AJ Dillon, they're all going to have fucking nightmares of that game against Quinn and Williams. He was 
fucking a terrorist in that game. He was absolutely maniacal in that fucking game. You know, so you love to see it. The Jets right now, the offense takes a slow start, but heats up as the game goes on, which you know what? Fine. I'd rather them heat up as the game go on than cool down as the game goes on. But their defense is just fucking smothering, bro. Smothering. And I love it. Love I take it. it. I take it. The Jets defense is playing well. Like I said, once Zach Wilson gets into his flow, starts hitting Garrett Wilson more, starts getting Corey Davis a little bit more involved, Elijah Moore, once right. he starts getting the ball, watch out. So he was a little bit vocal uh, on Twitter. He was saying, uh, you know, that he doesn't understand why he's not involved more in the game. You know, but the coaching staff, Salah, had his back. He's like, look, dude's a competitor. He's a good football player and he's a competitor. He's happy for his teammates. He's happy that we're winning, but he wants to contribute. I agree with that shit. You know, it's not like he was out here saying, yo, fuck the team, blah, blah, blah. He's just like, oh, look, I want to play. I want to be involved. He didn't get any targets. Garrett Wilson only, well, Garrett Wilson got five targets for one reception. We need a little bit better out of him. But I'm happy that Brees Hall is absolutely dominating the offensive game. But I would like to see us be a little bit more two-dimensioned. Just me. And that's the only way for us to continue to win and be successful. We need to start to being able to air out the ball. And you know what, though? but And luckily, we have the talent, right? We have the talent to be able to add C.J. Davis, or Corey Davis, C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, who ran one for a touchdown as well. Um, um, obviously, Elijah Moore. Still all plenty of talent on the team to be airing the ball out. As long as we're winning, it doesn't much matter, but we need to be able to be two-dimensional so that we don't wind up you know, okay, they shut down Brees Hall, we automatically lose. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what I've got. And you, for the week, Zach, you end up 7-7. Seven and seven Okay. To bring you of a total of 30-47. and 47. I, I, You know what? I'm okay with that. I had, a, I had a rough start to the season. Some weird shit happened. Um, but I picked against the Jets a couple of times, but, uh, but yeah, you know what? I'm fucking with it. I ended up with a whopping 10 and four to bring me to 37 and 40. All right. I'll fuck with it. I'll fuck with it. You ready to talk about next week's predictions? Let's go. You know, and as these weeks roll on, I do get more sad and more sad. We're talking, we're, we're talking about week seven. You understand that? Seriously, yes. already. I'm saying this year is flying by. Uh, week seven, we kind of brought it up before. Uh, Thursday night football opens up Saints Cardinals. Um, I believe we're in Arizona. Amazon Prime, fucking god awful this season, except for one game. D Hop is back in this game. Chris Olave is back in this game. I don't know about Slanty McSlanterson, uh, where he stands in this game. Um, I've got the Saints. Uh, Arizona's favored by two, but I've got the Saints by like five because Arizona didn't Call of Duty just come out and the new Call of Duty drop. So then this one is this one is kind of funky. I'm going to give it to the cards. I'm going to go you cards, think, by, uh, cards by three. Games? Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's accurate right now. He should be accurate with his throws, too. <laughs> Using that aim assist. There's no aim assist on a football field, bitch. 
uh, can't hack a football. Well, you can, I guess, but then you get suspended for a year. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Sunday, next game we open up. We've got the Falcons coming to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Cincy is favored by six in this one. And despite the Falcons' upset win, and despite me thinking that the Bengals won't make the playoffs, I still got the Bengals in a win in this. And I got them, I got them by, let's call it six. I like that. I like that line. Let's call it six. Yeah, I got Cincy by seven. I mean, yeah. the Falcons have shown a bit to put up points. I do think the Bengals are going to continue to get hot. The defense... Like, the offense is going to get hot. I'm not so sure about what the defense is going to be willing to do. Um, the Falcons, I think, are going to be able to put up some points. So, I'm going to say Cincy by seven. I fuck with it. Uh, then we've got the Lions heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Dallas favored by seven. Yeah, give me Dallas by, like, ten. Dak looks to be back. The Dallas defense is is obviously, you know, pretty good. Uh, the Lions, despite having one of the league's high-scoring offenses, just can't seem to put it together. I think it's a great return game for Dak with how soft the Lions' defense is. Um, so, yeah, give me the boys by, like, 10. I'm going to take the boys by 8. But don't sleep on the Lions. Because the Lions got Swift back, Amon St. Brown back, G, uh, Chark, Chark is back. Um, Williams, the Williams, the rookie, should make his debut. No, they can score points. I, I'm not saying that they can't. It's just that offense is just, uh, I mean, that defense is just liable to get abused all game. You know. Then we've got an AFC South matchup. We've got the Colts heading to Tennessee to play the Titans. Titans are favored by two and a half. I'll take the Titans in this. I just don't like the Colts. Uh, I'll take the Titans by three, I guess. I don't like either of this. I, I didn't they have a matchup earlier in the year? Um, but I think I, so. I didn't. Uh, Wasn't no. that the one that ended in the tie? The, uh, no, that was um, Jacksonville. The, um, the Texans, I think, actually. Either okay. way, I'm not sure. Um, but I mean. <laughs> Both of these quarterbacks are like the same exact person. Um, yeah, give me the, give me the Titans by three, and I think that's just simply because you know Jonathan Taylor has been non-existent. The Colts have been iffy at best. Yeah, Taylor should be back. I'm gonna ride Matt Ryan's hot hand. Colts by four. I I, I don't I don't inherently disagree with it. That's really a toss-up game, you know what I mean? Like, either way, I think it is pretty close to being right. All right. Then we got Green Bay going to Washington to take on the Commanders. Green Bay is favored by five and a half in this. And, yeah, give me Green Bay by seven. I like them by a touchdown. I don't like them by two too much. Um, but But I don't think the Commanders can play with the Packers. Yeah, agree. I'm not going to give them by crazy. I got Green Bay by six. Yeah, and and the Packers just to me don't go on a three game skid. They don't lose to the Giants, the Jets, who are good teams, and then the Commanders. They don't go on a three game skid. I, I hey, think... don't sleep on Taylor Heineke. He might pull a fucking Houdini oh, act again. That's right. Taylor Heineke is playing. That doesn't change anything for me. <laughs> um, we go to the NFC South. We got the Buccaneers traveling to Carolina to take the Panthers. Uh, home game for you down there. 
Uh, Tampa Bay is favored by 11. Give me Tampa Bay by like 18. Bucks by 18? Yeah. Look, I know that we're having some questions about their team, and I know that I don't think that they're making the playoffs, but it's the fucking Panthers. The Panthers are in full fucking sell mode. They just fired their head coach. They just traded one of their better receivers. DJ Moore is non-existent. Sam Darnold might be starting this game for the love of God. You know what I mean? Uh, Tampa doesn't lose two in a row. Yeah, can't fight you there. Bucks by 14. Yeah, that's that's a blowout game for me. And then Giants-Jags. Giants head down to Jacksonville to take on the Jags. Surprisingly, the Jags are favored by three, but give me the G-men. I refuse to go against the Giants anymore. I will not be made to look like a fool. Uh, I take give me the Giants by give me the Giants by ten. I don't like the Jags. Fuck the Jags. They're frauds. The Giants are here to play football. I'm I'm not gonna go by ten, but I'm taking Giants by six. I'm a reactionary. We're overreacting today. The Giants, all their games have been close close games between like three and six points. So I'm gonna go Giants by six. That's fair. I don't I don't disrespect it. I just disrespect the fucking Jags. Fuck them. Um, then we've got the Browns traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens, which I always find to be funny because the Ravens were the original Browns, but that's a whole piece of sports history that would take an hour to get into to explain to people properly. Um, but Baltimore is favored by six and a half. Uh, what we can, no, we, we don't have the return of Deshaun Watson. So give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens by three because I don't trust their defense late in the game. I'm taking. I'm going out on a limb. I'm going Ravens by ten. Okay, I think it's a little bit of a blowout. I th- yeah, I think I think like you said, the defense has been show up one week, not show up the next. So maybe this is the right. week they show up. Fair point. Fair point. Let's see. We'll we'll save the Jets. Maybe for- J.K. Dobbins could fucking show up too. Yeah, fucking maybe. Uh, who who's been? Uh, who is it? Kenyon Drake has been the fucking main back back there recently. Uh, yeah, but he only had the he only played the one game against the Jets, and uh, yeah, he ran for a hundred yards in the TD. I give him that. He he ran well. We're gonna skip over the Jets. We're gonna come back to them later. Oh fuck you, ESPN, and your money line on that. Um, we've got the Texans traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. We got a one three and one team versus a one and four team. Um, Las Vegas has seven point money line. Um, we don't know. I feel like we would know by now if Devonte Adams is being suspended. So he is sh- not. It's still under investigation. I just read an article. He's still under investigation, and while everything is going, because it went now, it's going into some court processes and shit like that. Right. While that's going, he's still allowed to play and will play this Sunday. Then, then with that being said, I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, they got they got to put the beats on the Texans. G- give me the Raiders by eleven. There's no way this can be close. I I was I'm gonna sound stupid, and I know this is gonna come back to bite me in the ass, but I'm taking Raiders by fifteen. It, it, I it can't it can't for their sake be close. It can't. It's gonna come back to bite me in the ass. I'm gonna remember this one. I'm putting a star next to this one. <laughs> Watch Texans by 32 or something crazy. Um, then we got Seahawks traveling to L.A. to take on the Chargers. <sighs> Give me the Seahawks, man. Oh. Give me the Seahawks. The money line is six and a half by the Chargers. 
Um, so I'm, I'm taking the underdogs here. I don't think the Chargers are playing good football. They are ugly. We've already talked about how the Seahawks have two of the best corners in the National Football League. Kenneth Walker is playing great football. Geno Smith is playing out of his mind for what we all thought he was capable. Um, give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks by I mean, Seahawks by like four. I think that's rational. So I took the Seahawks by I, last week. I, I'm I can't do it this week. I can't do it this week. I'm going Chargers. Chargers by eight. Chargers is a, uh, uh, Justin Herbert's gonna gonna have a little redemption game. At fantasy wise, I need him to, but I just against two of the best corners. We don't know if Keenan Allen exists anymore. I don't even think he's a real person at this point. Um, I, I just don't trust much with the Chargers. Um, our final 4-25 game, we've got the Chiefs traveling to San Fran to take on the Niners. I know San Fran's got a good defense, but give me the Chiefs. Chiefs' money line is three. Give me the Chiefs by eight. Chiefs by eight. Yeah. I, I, I can't bet against the Chiefs. I'm uh Chiefs by ten. Fuck with it. Sunday night football, we've got the Steelers going down to Miami to play the Dolphins. Money line is Miami 7. It looks like Tua is going to be back this week from what I understand. He's cleared concussion protocols. Um, I don't want to, but I guess give me the Dolphins. The money line is 7 in favor of Miami. So I guess, uh, or I guess the spread, I keep saying money line. I guess the spread is 7 in favor of Miami. Um, So give me... Give me Miami. Give me Miami by seven. I'll take that. I'll take that. Miami by seven. I'm taking Miami by 12. Two is going to come out, and he's just going to fucking give everything to Tyreek and Waddle, and they're going to go off for like 200 yards apiece. Yeah. Yeah, and missing, and without TJ Watt to pressure to pressure Tua, he's just going to be able to do whatever he wants back there. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about another concussion this week. <laughs> Who knows? Um, the Bears-Patriots is our Monday night game. Um, New England is home for this one. New England is favored, seven and a half points. Uh, give me New England. There's no way Justin Fields does well against Bill Belichick. Uh, give me New England. Bailey Zappi apparently is the better quarterback in that game. Um, so give me New England by like 10. Uh, uh, I, before you even said it, I already wrote my shit down. Pass by 10. Uh, yeah, I said pass by 10, right? Not Bears by 10. No, yeah, you did say pass by 10. But okay. I was already writing my shit. Pass by 10 before you even said it. Yeah, yeah, there's I, I, there's just no way the Bears can play football in this game, if you ask me. Not at night in New England against Bill Belichick. No, no way. I, honestly, I got the Bears as the lowest scoring team that entire week. It wouldn't shock me. It absolutely would not shock me. And then we go back to a 4 o'clock game, the most important game of the week. The Jets travel to the Mile High Stadium to play the Denver Broncos. ESPN has the money line at even just even whoever wins wins jets by a milli jet by milli um look i get it the the broncos secondary is pretty good they've been locking people up i respect that their pass rush is also pretty good uh but you know Brees hall is exists uh garrett wilson can go off at any time elijah moore can go off at any time uh braxton barrios is just a great swiss army knife that can do everything and anything um, the Jets' defense is going to make Russell Wilson wish he had never played football. 
Um, I mean, it's just, it's over. Uh, Jerry Judy's going to not exist. Cortland Sutton's not going to exist. They're not going to, Melvin Gordon was benched during last game, which also pissed me off for fantasy. So, I mean, they're, they're running back by committee. Isn't even that good. Russell Wilson's going to get absolutely fucking murdered back there. Um, so yeah, Jets, Jets, Jets by like 15, bro, to be honest with you. Hmm. I'm going a little less than that. I got, I mean, you said it all. I mean, Russell Wilson's going to, he's not, his throwing stats next week. Off. You, you thought, you thought the second half you just seen was bad. Mm-hmm. You about to see Russell Wilson really see ghosts. Mm-hmm. You, he about to be on his back almost every fucking play. I, I got Jets by five just because the Denver's defense is still pretty fucking stout. And I know they will be able to get to Zach Wilson. But I still got the Jets winning. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. So that's that's our picks for this week. That's our week seven, guys. Ten more weeks of football after this. That's crazy to me. I can't believe we're already talking about week seven. Um, <laughs> New York football is back, baby. I can't. I'm, I'm just looking at the records here. Giants five and one. Jets four and two. Let's do a little Jets preview here. We did it. We did it for the Giants. Let's take a look. So let's see. Ooh, 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 ooh. We got a tough couple of weeks. All right. So we got the Broncos, right? We just spoke about that. We'll be then five the, and two. Then the Jets are home against the Patriots. Patriots are only favored by one point in this game. Let's let's call that what it is. Uh, I'm taking us at home. And then the Jets are home. Ag- six. Jets are home against the Bills. Okay, we're taking that L. Six and three. I, I, I six and say, three. But then we go to New England to play the Patriots. Six and four. <laughs> then we're home against the Bears. Easy dub. Seven and five. Then we go to Minnesota. I mean, six, six, that's seven and four. Seven and four. Then we go to Minnesota. I think we win that one. I think eight. we win. I'm, I'm giving myself. I'm giving it to us. Eight, eight and four. Um. Then we're at Buffalo. Uh, yeah, we're gonna lose that one too. Eight and five. <laughs> uh, home against the Lions. Nine and five. Home against the Jags. Ten and five. At Seattle. I'm giving. I, I know it. The way the Jets have been playing, I have to give it to them. I have yeah. to give. Um, so what are we, 10 and 11 and, 11 and 5? 11 and 5. And then we have the Jets in Miami to end the season. So 12, you're saying we're going 12 and 5? 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Jets are end of the season, 12 and 5. So, oh, watch, watch people hear this and, like, hold us uh, so accountable to that. Yeah, yeah, they're going to hold us accountable. And the Jets are going to, what are we, what are we, 4 and 2 right now? They're going to hold us accountable, and the Jets are going to go 15 and 2. So, yeah, exactly, bitch. <laughs> Anyway, um, or or the Jets go four and thirteen, but <laughs> um, that's that's week seven. That's the week six recap, week seven predictions. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch football. Not on Thursday nights, but most of the time, I'm excited to watch football. Man, the Jets are winning. It's, it's it's been a good football season so far. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait for the Jets to go win the Super Bowl. Amen. Amen, bro. You got anything else for the fans? Nah, I'm good. I said what I said. We'll see you when the Jets win another.